we teach people the basics we teach people how to work out without any equipment we teach people how to work out with equipment um, then no matter where people are in their fitness journey we meet them there and we help them get further Well, welcome aboard to the Fitness and Faith Train. This is your guest on a pretty much weekly basis, Jason Dennis for Run the Race. And, you know, if you want to listen to any of the previous 80-plus episodes we have from the last couple years, a lot of really inspirational, motivational guests, you can go to WTVM.com slash podcast. We're on Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, all those places. Also, Apple. And if you go to the bottom of the Apple page, would love for you to write a review, good, bad, or ugly, whatever you think about this podcast. And uh, any ideas for me as well, would love to hear them. We have a great guest for you today. This is kind of military-themed. I want to salute all our soldiers that are out there, those who have served in the past and serving right now, sacrificing for our freedoms on a daily basis. We we really, truly appreciate it. And we've got Fort Benning right down the street here. And uh, one of the gentlemen uh, that works there, he's a public affairs officer for the 1st Security Forces Assistance Brigade. Major Dwayne Webb is our guest today. He's also all about uh, fitness. Uh, you know, that's, that's what it's called. His nonprofit organization called All About Fitness. And so he leads this uh, boot camp uh, several nights a week. It's free for folks. And uh, he's just, you know, really passionate about getting uh, folks fit. And later in this podcast, you'll hear uh, a little of, uh, of me singing, uh, not doing a, an, an army chant, but it's a song related to the military by a Christian singer, Mark Schultz called Letters from War, so uh, don't want to miss that uh, after my uh, interview. And uh, we're in a transition time right now in terms of the seasons. Uh, we're in the, la- in the next few days uh, transitioning to the fall. Um, around here, it's still going to be hot in Georgia and Alabama, maybe where you are as well, but we're uh, tra- transitioning to hopefully cooler weather soon and um, for the next few months. And, uh, you know, Thanksgiving's just a, a few months away, uh, Christmas just a month after that, so so this, uh, this year is really flying by. So uh, hopefully as it gets cooler, you want to spend more time outside uh, running or, or walking or working out. And uh, these are outdoor workouts that Major Web leads. It's called uh, All About Fitness. They do this uh, free uh, boot camp down at Lake Bottom Park in Columbus, Georgia. Uh, but this organization that he leads, it's a nonprofit that he founded um, through, you know, indirectly through the Army. Uh, their, their nonprofit now has a global following of more than 15,000 people called AAF, All About Fitness. You know, he has been in the Army for 23 years now, and he came up with this idea of, you know, of starting a fitness group back when he was stationed in Korea in 2012. Uh, Major Webb was with a group of friends, and they wanted to figure out a way to work out together uh, during the winter. Um, again, this is a, a free opportunity. He gets funding from uh, different grants and from donations to his a, a nonprofit, and so, uh, but you know, he's got a, a story to tell about himself as well. Major Webb talks about you know almost getting kicked out of the army, almost getting kicked out of his house, and uh, just his his faith journey, uh, growing up in church, and kind of going down the wrong path. His father's also an Air Force vet as well, and and uh, overcoming obstacles, that kind of thing. And he uh, enrolled at Grambling State University with an ROTC scholarship, graduated from there in 2008 with a Bachelor of Science in Business Management then commissioned as a second lieutenant in the Military Intelligence Corps. Then in 2017, 
He got a um, was accepted into the master's degree program, fully paid for by the Army at Georgetown University. Got his second master's degree as well. So uh, he's really you know highly motivated as well. Again, more than two decades in the Army so far. We salute him for that and for you know motivating people to get fit uh, because uh, it, it's tough to get, to get motivated, uh, especially with all the stuff we've got going on and that stresses us out with work and things around the world today. So uh, here's my conversation with him that maybe gets you a little motivated as well. I would like to welcome uh, Major Dwayne Webb to our podcast. Uh, thank you so much for joining us, Major. Thank you for allowing me to come. Yeah, appreciate it. Yeah, and I know that you've been on Fort Benning in the Columbus area for uh, the last year now. And mm-hmm. you know, for you, fitness is so important. We're going to talk about you know your military career and, and second chances and and how how faith plays a role in your life as well and kind of being spiritually and mentally strong. But first, uh, I wanted to talk about uh, fitness because I know that's for you a really a big passion of yours. Um, so tell me about where does that come from for you motivating others to get fit um and for you to try to be you know fit yourself and in shape uh for me jason it comes from my my dad my dad was a very fit um guy and played football and he was in the military also so my dad was all about fitness my dad played college football my dad played football in high school so it was kind of a natural progression i didn't go the football route but i played basketball all through school Wow. Do, yeah. do you still play basketball now? I still play for fun now. You know. Okay, gotcha. You, you can still beat, get, beat, beat the young guys? Getting too old to hang with the, <laughs> with, with the, with the young guys, yeah. Well, uh, first of all, I mean, tell me about this, um, you know, uh, um, all about fitness, because you mm-hmm. founded this, a nonprofit fit, fitness organization, and now you have, you know, thousands of people doing it all over, you know, the nation. Mm-hmm. So uh, what? how did you come up with this idea? Because, I mean, you know, people go to gyms and they go running and that kind of thing. Right, so All About Fitness kind of came about by by accident. I was stationed in Korea and um, just wanted to find a way to get through the winter, motivate people to get through the winter and to get up and go to the gym. So started working out with a few people and people would see us working out and say, hey, can, can we come work out with you? After a while, it kind of grew and grew and grew and then it came time to leave South Korea and Somebody said, hey, might as well stay in touch and let's start a Facebook page. And we did that. And after a while, I went to Fort uh, Bragg, North Carolina, kind of did the same thing, got people together to work out while still staying in touch with the people in South Korea. And then the name came about, says, hey, let's just call this All About Fitness and keep this going and, and kind of make it into uh, a group where people can come and we pray together and we work out together and motivate each other and learn how to eat healthy. And it kind of just took off from there. And uh, eventually we formed it as a nonprofit. And um, that way uh, individuals and corporations like Walmart and uh, other places send us money to buy equipment and we can have the workouts and host them for free and pay for the certifications for the instructors um, and insurance for the workout. Yeah, that's great. And you guys, I know, do it uh, Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday nights, weather permitting, at Mm -hmm. Lake Bottom Park here in Columbus, Georgia. And um, so, you know, what other cities? I mean, is it all really all over? Like you said, some places where you've been. Right. So Columbia, South Carolina, uh, we have a workout group there established uh, in D.C. because I went to Georgetown there in D.C., Fayetteville, North Carolina. Uh, also, um, that's all right now. Kind of like every place that I've uh, I've been, we set up these workouts and uh, 
help the people get certified and uh, help them get insurance and get equipment and support them financially and uh, with graphics and social media. Yeah. yeah. What have you found during the pandemic? I mean, I, obviously there's still in-person classes and, and people are starting to go back to the gym more and more, but have you found that a lot of people do things via, via zoom or online or these virtual classes, or is that maybe something you guys were doing even pre pandemic? Mm-hmm. So during the pandemic, um, we switched to virtual in a lot of the places because different states and different rules for people gathering outside. Um, our numbers went up tremendously uh, via Zoom uh, during the pandemic. Um, donations came in, believe it or not, more donations came in during the pandemic. So more people found out about it and had nothing to do but be in the house and enjoying a workout virtually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so. No excuses. Yeah. And, you, and you have a shirt on that says, ask me about free boot camp." Right. So, um, and so, and, and as you being the, the head trainer, uh, so, I mean, some people say, okay, I need to be able to pay for something to get me motivated. So, I mean, like if, if, uh, if financial issues are an issue for somebody of why they're not going to work out or something like that, this kind of eliminates that, right? Mm-hmm. So does that, is that help folks a lot? Yes. Yeah, so one of our main, uh, mantras for lack of better words is, uh, no excuses. So we eliminate all excuses. We'll allow people to bring their kids. We'll allow people to come and not have to worry about uh, paying anything, be able to come to a safe environment and not have to worry about somebody cursing or demeaning them because they're overweight or they can't do a certain exercise. So we eliminate all excuses and um, pride ourselves on being a community, family oriented, spiritual based foundation. Yeah, and so in AAF, you know, all about fitness for the boot camps. What can people expect? Because they they hear boot camp, mm-hmm. uh, that can be intimidating. Right. Think, think about you know soldiers going through this thing for like fifteen weeks, right? And really <laughs> strenuous. So tell me about what uh, what these fitness boot camps are like. So these boot camps, you can expect a full body uh, workout, but that's catered to your physical abilities. Um, we have people there that have knee problems, that have back problems. We have people there that have all types of ailments and issues going on with their bodies. But we cater all the exercises and have alternates for any of the exercises that, that we do. So you can expect to have a full body workout to be tired. But things get easier as the workouts uh, progress and, and the more you come. But we do uh, like to tell people that no matter what your physical uh, ailments are or whether you haven't worked out consistently since maybe high school you can still come out and still will make you feel like a part of the family and get you to where you're uh, where you want to be what your goals are yeah so what would your message be for people who maybe you know they they want to look better they want to feel better they want to lose that weight um and you know they just don't have that motivation and you're a guy who that that's something that you feel like is a strength of yours so how how do you motivate somebody who just like says, you know, I'm just lazy. I just, I just want to sit around and watch Netflix, or I you want to eat what I want and whatever else. How, how do you kind of get through to them? I tell them it's better to have a, a, a family. It's better to have someone there in the same situation as you. Um, doing it on your own and saying you're going to get up and work out when it's cold outside or when it's raining or when you just feel or feeling lazy, for lack of better words, it's better to have a group behind you. It's better to have a family. It's better to have somebody there pushing you. We always talk about accountability in the group and having somebody or a group of people to keep you accountable will help you stay strong through those periods. Kind of like a, a battle buddy, mm-hmm. you know, for, for lack of a better term. Yeah. Right. And, um, you know, for you, um, you know, being – uh, as a part of the military, um, is that something for you that like fitness 
Um, you know, was that something like you played basketball growing up and, and your, your dad played college football. So fitness was kind of ingrained in you, but the military, is that something that has really kind of brought it even, you know, even higher up in terms of priority? Cause military, I mean, that's, it's, it goes hand in hand, right? Right. Absolutely. Fitness in the military, it's the core of the military. It's the first thing we do in the morning before we come to work. So being in the military and, um, having those fitness attributes or being surrounded by those fitness attributes kind of just elevated my uh, my passion for fitness. So I was always the one that was chosen to lead pregnancy PT, like when the, after the ladies uh, have their kids, uh, being able to get back in shape so they can pass the Army physical fitness test and helping the people that were what we call remedial physical training where they couldn't meet the scores that the army required them to meet so they had to do extra physical training i was always the person that was picked for that uh so it kind of just built my and spearheaded my passion for it yeah absolutely and 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 kind of even before that um kind of a younger version of, of Dwayne webb you you know i've read that you almost got kicked out of your house mm-hmm. uh was very close to getting kicked out of the army so what happened was were you just rebelling you were just uh, getting in trouble, you know, even maybe with the law, but also with the rules that were put in your, you know, path. Right. I think I was just like a lot of a lot of the kids that come into the military. I think I was rebellious and trying to find myself, and um, went into the military and started uh, mouthing off to my supervisors and sleeping in and being lazy. And uh, uh, I was always good at sports and always good at physical fitness, so I didn't really have to try to to meet those scores or exceed those expectations so i really didn't try that hard and uh, it kind of caught up with me and uh almost got kicked out the military uh when i was a, a young specialist in the military in hawaii wow so was it yeah. just a matter of getting in the bad crowd or you were just like like i'm not i don't like authority and being told what to do or? i think it was a little bit of both uh hanging out with the wrong crowd a lot of my friends that i used to hang out with they unfortunately did get kicked out of the military um and also just rebelling against authority uh being a young um person in hawaii uh, little money in my pocket from the military and just things came easy to me so uh you know for you what did it mean to get a second chance and to get that opportunity to kind of like um choose a better path and and to kind of follow the rules that were, were, were you know set out before you well, it made me it made me a better soldier made me a better leader a better man when i was um on my path of destruction for lack of better words and um sergeant major christian gave me a second chance i, n- I never forgot that i still talk to him to this day and when I was growing up in the military and gained enough rank to get soldiers that reported directly to me, I remembered back when I was the one getting in trouble. So it made me more um, considerate and made me think twice before I completely threw the book at someone for getting in trouble because I got second and third chances in the military growing up. Yeah, because, I mean, it maybe sometimes takes somebody obviously outside of your family, a teacher, mm-hmm. a boss. Uh, this is retired um Army Command Sergeant Major Ray Christian. And mm-hmm. so he kind of took you under his wing and said, you know, listen, you know, you better uh, straighten up and fly right. Is yep. that kind of what he said to you? Or? Yeah. He said, hey, what are you going to do? He asked me a question that got me thinking. I was on extra duty with the military. Calls extra duty. When you get in trouble, it give you extra stuff to do and take away your free time, take away your money, take away your rank. 
And I was on extra duty, and he said, hey, what are you going to do when I when I kick you out the military and send you back to Shreveport, Louisiana? I said, I don't know. I, I don't have a plan. And he says, well, you you have a lot going for you. I see a lot in you. Um, I'm going to rip up that uh, discharge paperwork, bad conduct discharge paperwork that's on my desk and give you another chance. Wow. And you now for you, you know, um, what did that do for you, like mentally? And, and was that like a, a light bulb goes off? I mean, do you, obviously you don't like do this switch automatically, right? Yeah, it was, it was a it was a light bulb that went off. Um, definitely a light bulb that went off. I I realized that the military was a good thing for me. That I had a good thing going, and going back to Shreveport and probably getting in, to get in trouble with some of the people I used to hang out with and. Uh, run around with when I was in high school that are up to no good and some of them are still up to no good that that would be going backwards in life so um, I took advantage of that second chance yeah. yeah yeah and so for you you know I know you you grew up um, you know you're talking about you know fitness but also uh, growing up uh, in church yeah and so tell me about that how how that impacted your your second chance and and where where you're at now, Major Webb. Yeah, so I grew I grew up like you said. I grew up in church. I've always had a, a spiritual foundation. My dad always raised us in church, raised us to think of other people, uh, raised us to help other people if we were more fortunate. Uh, so I think that uh, in addition to my passion for fitness, kind of drives what I do what I do today, putting people before me. I can be having a bad day uh, at work, but going to the the fitness event at Lake Bottom, uh, we pray before we work out, hearing some of the people's, I call them fitness testimonies of how their eating habits are changing or how pounds are dropping off or inches are dropping off or their blood pressure is going down or the A1C levels um, are decreasing is, is kind of what makes me, it makes me get up and kind of what drives me, kind of, it makes my day. Yeah, so it's for you, you know, it's rewarding to see other people succeeding. Yes. And, uh, I mean, do they, do you, I mean, you obviously have a lot of testimonials, but um, so how long have you been doing the uh, All About Fitness now? Since uh, September 2012. Gotcha. So for, you know, uh, nine years now Mm -hmm. on the run, I'm sure you have a lot of people that maybe maybe you've kept up with them maybe years later, and and hopefully they're still, I'm sure there's a a percentage that maybe have fallen back, but a lot of them hopefully have, it's stuck, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I still stay in touch with some of the people that uh, were there in the beginning in September 2012. Uh, Some of my friends are still in the Army. They used to work out with me back in 2012. The ones that are out of the Army got out, started families, started jobs, and we still stay in touch, and a lot of them still through that original Facebook page. Yeah. Uh, over the years. Yeah. yeah. So uh, what are some of your favorite workouts, like whether it be at the park or the track or even in the gym? What are some things that you think like are are key to success that maybe you know, are not maybe as, as difficult as people may think? All right. So I like outside workouts uh, more than inside workouts. If I can be outside uh, every day of the year, <laughs> I, I would be outside. And I usually am outside even when it's uh 39 40 degrees we're outside and we're just dressed in layers but some of my favorite workouts are are high intensity workouts um workouts that get your um your heart rate up really really fast and uh lots of workouts very little rest lots of workouts very little rest i think those workouts get the best results and the fastest results yeah i mean do you find that people maybe that come to the boot camp maybe you know they're out of shape or overweight or like you said they could have a knee or some other kind of injury um do they do you find that it's important to to push them or to kind of like okay 
I need to, you know, kind of, they need to kind of just do what they can. Kind of right. Thing. I find myself slowing people down um, a lot of the time. So I think it's more important to get them acclimated to um, whatever pace that they can keep up with. And then we slowly increase, uh, increase that pace. So I spend a lot of my time during the workouts watching people. And so I can know what level of fitness they're at, even if they think they're at a different level of fitness. Uh, so they won't hurt themselves. So they won't overdo it. Yeah, because I'm mean, a heart rate. I mean, you don't want it to go you know, too far, and somebody, right. and, and if they get hurt from a workout or something like that, that may that may discourage them. Right, right. right. Yeah. So, um, how do you, you know, in terms of like you said, kind of building that trust and building them up? You know, um, have you seen people? I mean, does a transformation happen over the course of a month, or does it take a year, or just just depends on the person, right? It depends on the person, but uh, most people, uh, three months, you're going to start seeing some type of change. You're going to start seeing some type of of decrease either in pounds or inches or even just your drive uh, for fitness and that's all it takes for some people once they see those first couple of inches or those first few pounds change on the scale or that new level of of energy just for just for getting in shape and being able to handle uh, a high intensity workout or build up to do something that they couldn't do a month ago that's enough to keep them going yeah and then yeah. you know i've always heard that even you know from personal trainers that you know um 70 to 80 percent of it is not the actual physical exercise it's it's what you eat it's what you eat yeah, yeah you are yeah. what you eat is yep. what they say, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. so uh you were as we were walking in you were looking at pictures somebody had sent you of, of, of their, food, their dinner yeah. is this okay coach you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh tell me about that nutrition how how does that play? I mean, is that part of the boot camp or is that something that you, you help folks and say, okay, hey, uh, it's all about like portion size or like fats or carbs? or Right. So uh, every, every few years uh, when I renew my um, uh, fitness coach or um, fitness training certification, I always make sure I take lots and lots of uh, nutrition uh, certificate. So one of the things that we talk about during and after the workouts is is eating healthy and reminding people what it takes to eat healthy. And over the years, I've just compiled from my nutritionist friends and from my nutrition certification training, um, a list of foods and what not to eat and what to eat and how to slowly, slowly wean yourself off from, from eating unhealthy. And we talk about that during the workouts and that's constantly ingrained in their in their heads during and after the workouts yeah so is it like you know staying away for are there certain things that are on the these are on the no list unless you like really you know do like uh, some hard workouts right right so for instance uh gatorade and powerade a lot of people think gatorade and powerades are just are just good but uh, unless you have a very very high intensity workout gatorades and powerade to give you what you need when you drink it but if you're just walking around and not really doing any, not really doing much activity during the day gatorades and powerades can add to your um all the sugar to your belly all the sugar in it yeah so we talk about things like that misconceptions that uh a lot of people have how we talk about staying away from fried foods staying away from fast foods staying away from processed foods a lot uh, we talk about eating green vegetables, staying away from white foods like white rice and white bread and stuff like that. 
Yeah, and they always, you know, I always hear about you know eating protein, especially after mm-hmm. a workout. Now, for me, I'm a, a long distance runner, mm-hmm. so you know, they we talk a lot about how carbs is important to yeah. kind of help fuel the body. Even though, like most time, when you're trying to lose weight, you want to have low carbs and mm-hmm. get rid of those breads. So, yeah. is that kind of does it depend on what kind of workout or what kind of activity level that person does, what they can eat or not eat? Absolutely, absolutely. Um, uh, some people out there they they don't run at all <laughs> so um we definitely talk about the different types of food based on the different lifestyles and based on what you're trying to do some of them are trying to go from couch to 5k some of them are trying to graduate from a 5k to a 10k so yeah we definitely talk about all of that and what types of foods to fuel your body yeah now and you have been um how long have you been in the army now uh 23 years be 24 years in january okay so um what what has that been like for you having this career obviously you get to do you know you do these boot camps and motivating people in fitness maybe in the army but also on the side um and uh do you is it something that you i know you get to kind of travel uh to other countries as well as part of your job so yeah. uh, how does that fit how do you juggle all the you know doing the the fitness coaching and the the military and other things you enjoy doing in life so i try to have a um... I try to build a team everywhere that I go and uh, have a team that can basically run the show when I'm not there. For instance, um, my unit had to go to Milwaukee for 60 days to help out with the COVID uh, vaccination mission. And so the young lady that um, was uh, coaching in my absence, she uh, did a great job and was running the show when I was gone. Yeah. So, and I mean, how how was that in Wisconsin? What was that like in terms of you know? Because we're still in the the thick of this uh, pandemic and vaccines, but like you know, for you, is that rewarding? Being able to kind of go somewhere and and give back, and 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 you guys as a unit be able to help folks in the midst of this you know traumatic uh, pandemic we've been going through. Oh, absolutely. It was, it was one of the one of the highlights of, of my career to go to Wisconsin and provide the public relations arm public relations aspect to highlight what those uh, what those advisors were doing there uh, in Wisconsin and helping put shots in arms and um, get a lot of their community members vaccinated. Yeah. Have you found like during this whole last 18 months that we've been going through uh, the coronavirus that people, um, you know, is, is it a mix, but or you've, have you found that more people are you know, working out more or people are being, a, you know, kind of a little more isolated and staying home and not um, you know, maybe gaining some weight, perhaps. I think people are working out more uh, during the pandemic. They have more time. A lot of people have been laid off from their job. Um, for some reason, just the uh, propensity to work out has increased, in my, in my <laughs> opinion. Um, people have found time to just work on themselves. Yeah, yeah. because, I mean, you know, doing those physical the exercises can have an impact on your mental health. Mm -hmm. So what have you found in terms of like, obviously you've, you kind of had a a turnaround in your life, got second chances when you were going down a bad path. But, um, have you found that fitness, I mean, maybe it saved your life and it saved other people as well. Yeah. Fitness is definitely a a de-stressor. Uh, if I'm having a hard day, definitely going to do some type of workout uh, helps me out. Somebody's having a hard day at home. They've been quarantined at home, and it's just them in the walls. Being able to come out and get some type of workout uh, is definitely um, 
good for your mental health. Yeah. yeah. So what what are some of the highlights for you of your fitness? Because I know you were telling me you ran a marathon in mm-hmm. Seoul, Korea, mm-hmm. an international one. What are some other things? I mean, obviously you do the coaching and, and it's the all about fitness really at different places you've been. But what are some other things that you've done that you feel like you're like, man, this is something I really enjoyed? Well, one of the main highlights that I'll never forget um, happened at the, you know, the All About Fitness North Carolina chapter. One of the ladies was walking one day and she saw us working out. And we asked her, just like we do everybody that's walking by at Lake Bottom Park or wherever we are, hey, you're, you're welcome to come join us. You're welcome to come work out with us. And this lady had never been active in her life, never played sports, never been in ROTC, never been on a swim team or anything. She came out, she started working out, she started meeting her goals, she started losing the weight that she wanted to lose, and she eventually became one of the All About Fitness uh, certified coaches, and studied and got her certification. Um, I'll never forget that, because this lady came straight from just walking by and never been active in her life to actually leading and teaching uh, boot camps. Wow, yeah. wow. And um, do, do these, you know, do you find that people... Um, you know, are they, because maybe, like you said, maybe they come in and they're not used to working out and maybe people listening now, um, they're like, man, I just, I don't want to go to the gym or I just, it's not something that I feel like I'm good at. I don't know how to do it. Um, do you find that a lot that people are discouraged by the fact that maybe they're just, they're, you know, they, they don't have that foundational, you know, fitness base. And does that, do you think that kind of keeps people away from doing it? Right. I hear people say that all the time that, um, I have a membership at Planet Fitness or, or wherever, but I'm so lost when I go in. I don't know how to use the equipment. I don't know, um, which, uh, how much weight I should lift or I don't know how fast I should put the treadmill or I just don't know. So, um, people say that a lot and we use that and we take that into consideration in our no excuses, uh, program is we teach people the basics. We teach people how to work out without any equipment. We teach people how to work out with equipment. Um, then no matter where people are in their fitness journey, we meet them there and we help them get further. Yeah. Do you, and now you have, you know, a lot of, uh, females in your class mm-hmm. what's the difference you know like that you found in terms of fitness between you know whether it be motivation or just um, being able to power through for men and women is there i mean a big difference or uh so all about fitness is is typically probably 90 90 plus percent uh of females that come out uh, we don't do a lot of uh weight lifting uh, we do a lot of uh exercises without weights we do a lot of outdoor stuff we do a lot of high intensity stuff so i found that that's more appealing to uh to ladies that come out that, that most of them want to lose weight or get back in shape or bouncing back from having a baby or after an injury uh, the guys that do come out are, are generally the husbands of the, of the of the wives um but they they generally don't um don't like the type of exercises uh, that we do um because uh, we don't do weightlifting uh, yeah. um, at all, or yeah. not, not heavy weights, should I say? <laughs> yeah. And so the women, have you found that you know, um, obviously, you know, you're a man and you're coaching, you know, mostly women, uh, that they are like, you know, maybe you know, they lead really busy lives. Some of them may be moms, some of them may be working, and they also, you know, a lot of times, you know, women. Um, don't take time for self-care, taking care of themselves. So is this kind of a, a way to kind of like, hey, this is mine. I'm going to do this for myself kind of thing? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely.
absolutely i think it's a de-stressor for a lot of them a lot of them it's a, a break away from all of their other duties that they have uh, a lot of them bring their kids out in strollers and baby carriages and their kids are right there alongside them or they're off to the side playing nintendo switch or something on the side yeah and I know you guys also, you know, you were talking about it's kind of it's t- taking care of the whole person. It's mm-hmm. not just, you know, physical fitness because I've read that you guys do teachings on you know, legal, financial, mental and mm-hmm. spiritual fitness. Why is that important to kind of have, you know, those things as well? Because we think of fitness, we think of mostly the physical side of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very important because uh, if you don't have if you're lacking in one aspect of your fitness, uh, you're going to be off in the other uh, the other aspects. So we teach total fitness. So as we get people coming to work out and start feeling good about themselves, we uh, schedule uh, legal classes where we bring in lawyers to tell them or to teach them how to uh, prepare wills or prepare for the um, if if something happens to them, so their kids and their houses and stuff will be protected uh, when they're gone. We bring in nutritionists. We bring in uh, people from the shoe store to believe it or not a lot of people don't know how to pick the right type of shoes for yeah. their body so we bring in people to teach them how to pick the right type of shoe and uh, nine times out of ten somebody picks a shoe based on how it looks or <laughs> if it matches it matches their clothes we bring in social workers to talk to us about mental fitness and how to take mental breaks yeah so we yeah we concentrate on on, on total fitness but that first aspect is we get them in we get them working out on a consistent basis, and then we start teaching those other aspects of fitness, and we do it all for free. Yeah, that's awesome. And and, and you were talking about how you guys do a prayer to start off, and, and talking about spiritual fitness. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, do you do do other people maybe that are at the park or at the track, or whatever? They see what you guys are doing, they're curious, or do you feel like it's something like it's a good a way to show like, hey, listen, we're focused on, on, on God as well as fit, fitness here. Oh, yeah. People stop by all the time. It's people that have, that have been walking by. They say, hey, can we come pray with you all? They'll jump into the prayer circle, then go back out to what they're doing. Um, it's also a way to showcase that, hey, we, we do live in America and we're not scared to pray outside. We're not scared to stand up uh, for uh, what we believe in. And it, it doesn't make the group any less uh, inclusive. We've had people come to the group that were of the Islam faith. We've had people come to the group that were atheists that didn't believe in God. So what they'll do, they'll stand outside the circle. Or um, what we've noticed is after a while, you see them inch closer and closer to the circle, and eventually they're they're in the circle. So um, I made up my mind a long time ago when I started all about fitness that we will always be uh, based on a. Uh, a spiritual platform and it'll always be a safe zone for people to uh, come work out and come fellowship and come pray. Yeah. And so, you know, for you, you know, I guess that journey of faith for you has been, you know, maybe rocky at times, but mm-hmm. has, has turned out pretty good, right? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. It's been a up and down uh, roller coaster um, since 2000, since 2012. Wow, yep. gotcha, gotcha. And then you've got uh, at least another year left here on Fort Benning, so mm-hmm. uh, I'm looking forward to uh, more and more boot camps, I guess. I, yeah. I need to come out and join you guys. I don't know if I, I don't know if I can keep up. You know? uh, you're right. I, I know we have some video. We we got we came out of there and got of you guys doing yeah. that, but I'll I'll, uh, I'll try to keep up. Or maybe you can run a marathon with me. Sometime. Absolutely, absolutely. Here on the state side, but, absolutely. But, but you'll be at the finish line like an hour before before <laughs> me. So, no. Something like that. All right. Well, thanks, Major Webb. I appreciate your time and okay. uh, wish you all the best. And uh, hopefully, folks can come out and join you for your free uh, all about fitness uh, boot camp and uh, or, or donate to it that's such a great cause because you guys are doing just all around fitness for folks yes sir yes sir i appreciate the time
And Major Webb says the things that he's, he's learned from the Army about fitness, a couple things he says, you know, never skip a workout. The other thing is try to get fitness first thing in the morning if you can. You know, no excuses. Now get, get your day started off right. Get your week started off right. Uh, get involved in fitness. It'll make you feel better mentally, physically, just overall, you know, your mind, body, and soul. Getting it on track for the day is a great idea. So thanks again to uh, Major Webb to, for uh, coming by and joining us and for what he does for folks, you know, uh, at the park and just getting folks, uh, you know, uh, motivated and, and their kids as well, you know, being models for them. Now to our final segments of the podcast, like I promised you earlier, uh, singing a, a, a short song for you. It's a, and a kind of a new segment we've been trying out for uh, a few weeks and months now called Stuck in My Head and also a, a parting gift uh, that is talking about uh, what soldiers really do and maybe their motivation for doing it. I was looking through trying to find a song that maybe could get stuck in my head or stuck in yours uh, related to the Army or the military and looking through different uh, cadences and chants that the Army does, you know, and because I've been I've I've been alongside a lot of soldiers doing things, you know, C-130 rolling down the strip and uh, all kinds of different things the drill sergeants do around here. Uh, But I found one song uh, by a, a Christian artist, Mark Schultz called Letters from War, and it comes from 2003, so it's, it's almost two decades old, but it still resonates today, especially now the war in Afghanistan officially ending, uh, lasting for 20 years, but there will be future wars, and, and there's been you know a, a lot of people that have gone off on deployments, and you're not sure if they're going to come back, and it's really uh, a, a tough situation for the families. They sacrifice so much, so uh, you know, dedica- dedicating this song to them for sure, so here's uh, my little portion of that song, Letters from War. She walked to the mailbox on that bright summer's day. Found a letter from her son in a war far away. He spoke of the weather and good friends that he'd made. Said, I'd been thinking about dad and the life that he had, that's why. I'm here today, and at the end he said, You are what I'm fighting for. It was the first of his letters from war. She started writing, You're good and you're brave. What a father that you'll be someday. Make it home, make it safe. She wrote every night as she prayed. So uh, that was uh, stuck in my head. And now our parting gift, some inspiration for you. A, a quote we try to have on at the end of every podcast episode. This comes from an English writer, philosopher, and theologian from the early 1900s, G.K. Chesterton. I really like this, what, what he says here. He says, quote, The true soldier fights not because he hates what is in front of him, but because he loves what is behind him. So it's not a matter of just being angry and going after somebody. And that's a good lesson in life, not just for soldiers, not hating what's in front of you, but loving what's behind you. Who are you protecting? Who are you uh, standing for? Uh, who, you know, it, whether it be your kids or, or a friend or a coworker. So the true soldier fighting because he loves what is behind him. Great quote by G.K. Chesterton there. And closing uh, this uh, pod episode with prayer today. 
dear Lord Jesus, just thank you for our military, the men and women who uh, sacrificed so much for us, standing on the line, in the gap for us. We pray for our nation right now. We pray for our families, uh, that you will bring health and healing uh, that we we so badly need, Lord God. Pray for my family, uh, my daughter, my son, uh, my wife. Uh, my co-workers, uh, during some, some trying times that we go through in the media right now. Uh, thank you for all those that are listening to this podcast right now, Lord God, that you will just um, give them a, a sense of hope that maybe they don't have and just uh, give uplift them uh, that they can focus on themselves and their mind and their body um, spiritually and, and physically getting more and more fit. And uh, God, that whatever we can do to, to give you glory in the middle of all that. You name me pray. Amen. I thank you so much again for joining us. We know you got a lot of choices out there for podcasts. There's a lot more. It's a, it's a growing thing, especially during the COVID pandemic. Uh, people uh, finding ways to be entertained or or to, to gain more knowledge. And so we hope we can do a little bit of all that uh, for you here on Run the Race when it comes to kind of things that are you know faith related or fitness related. And so we've got some great guests planned for you in the uh, coming weeks and months. So uh, stay tuned for those. And uh, until next time, hope you guys have a wonderful rest of uh, September. September.